WhatsApp. You know, I'd, I'd really like to do that, but I don't have any fucking money. Like, like, like I don't have any fucking money. Hey, bitch, do you really, really, really wanna go hard? Go in the cribs, do you step on this credit card? And take the car new circles in the parking lot. Scream at the top of our lungs like la la la. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Years in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have two guests in the building. That was really loud, wasn't it, Chris? My voice You're is good. already... I'm excited. Two You're guests good. in the building. You're keeping we me on have, my toes. <laughs> we have GPA and Laney Luck. Uh, thank you for coming, guys. I know you drove out here, and it's past someone's bedtime, as I heard earlier. But I appreciate... <laughs> it's not past bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate both of you being here. And yeah, say hello to everyone. Oh, that's a pleasure to be here, and... Uh, Honestly, I'm only here to surpass my numbers from last time. Just want to throw that out there. Okay. <laughs> and then maybe maybe beat Kylie Ray's uh, record number two. But uh, other than that, it's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And, and Oh, and your company as well. That's that's a big part of this. Definitely. Well. But, uh, um, it's cool to be here. This is literally the first podcast I've ever done. Really? So, really? Yeah. What I the fuck? Because I like, don't like listen to a bunch. I literally only listen to y'all's and heel face. And that's oh, thank you. It, so anything with a heel name on it? No. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> yeah. Just don't I get mean, the two confused. Too similar, like your names on Twitter. Uh-huh. You need to differentiate just a little bit for me. Sure. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I'm pretty much just here to make sure Jeff gets those numbers because how could he without me? Right. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> the Laney effect. Um, yeah. So we had Jeff on before. Um, that was when you were going through the. Uh, uh, the long-standing feud with Kylie, which we'll get into. Um, so yeah, you know, I wish you the best of luck. I haven't said many th- nice things about you in the past, but I wish you the best of luck on beating those numbers. So we'll do everything in our power to help. Uh, good, good. <laughs> I'm expecting full force behind it and money thrown at it. Just yeah, as much yeah. as we can do. Paid advertising, <laughs> everything. Maybe a billboard or something. <laughs> Um, cool. So we're going to take you through the buffet line. As explained, the buffet line has three parts, the salad, the hot plate, or entree. We're just going to call it hot plate, right? The hot plate. Just the hot plate. Okay, let's just call it that. And dessert. Um, so we got a jam-packed buffet line for you today. Um, so the salad bar, we're going to get into a little bit. I, I, I hate being – Chris knows this, too. I hate being, like – obviously, the first question always opened up on a podcast is, how did you get in the wrestling? Like, with every single podcast in the world. So, like – but I, I just want to, like, quickly touch on a few points, especially – I mean – we could probably ask Lainey that question, considering she surprisingly hasn't been on one before. Uh, but I just wanted to go really quick, just a couple like um, questions, like kind of introduce you to everyone. Does that sound good? For sure. Cool. In case they don't already know you. Jeff, how many years have you been wrestling? Uh, this is my ninth year. Okay. And you're trained by... Uh, I was trained by uh, the company was Pro Championship Wrestling. They're now out of business, but uh, a few different trainers: Jared Priest, uh, Johnny Mac, guys that are a little bit obscure. But but Pro Championship Wrestling was the company that started me. Cool. And Lainey, um, I've been wrestling for it'll be five years in September. Nice. And I trained in Texas at APW under George De La Isla. Cool. Is that where you're from originally? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Because I know you moved. Um, both of you, this is a question we like to, it's very broad, but we like to ask it, and um, it kind of fits with our theme of who our podcast is, but Jeff, I'm going to start with you. What is it that you love about pro wrestling? Like, what are the aspects that draw you to it? Uh, to me, it's just, it's the highest form of entertainment. Like, it incorporates every aspect of entertainment. There's there's the visual aspect, there's drama, there's action, there's music, there's sure. you know uh, romance, there's violence, there's just everything that you could want out of entertainment is all sort of encapsulated within pro wrestling. So to me, there's there's nothing that, that beats it in terms of, of entertainment. The full package, the total yeah. package, yeah, if you're is. a Lex Luger fan. Um, <laughs> Lainey, what, is, what do you love about wrestling? I mean, that was a pretty solid answer, and <laughs> hashtag same, but <laughs> it's just like the athleticism is really cool. This, Probably top two athleticism, storytelling. Like yeah, yeah, it's fun to get to be the performer. Cool. Everyone in wrestling likes attention, you know. So yeah, it's great to be the center of attention. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to like it a little bit to be a wrestler, right? Yeah. At least to some <laughs> right. it, just to go back a little bit, uh, you mentioned you were from Texas. Uh huh. So how long have you been wrestling in Chicago? Because I feel like I've in seen Chicago you here. just almost well, uh, a mm-hmm. year. Almost a year. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it feels like we've seen you here longer than that. 
But oh, like consistently. Like I moved up in Chicago. I moved up to Chicago a year ago. Okay. But I I think the first time I was here was the year before that because I came up here when I lived in Kansas City in 2017. So, was Zello the first show I did here? I think so. Yeah. yeah. The Zello's second first show. First okay. show in Joseph Weed? No, yeah, at first... the hotel. Oh, okay, so that was Zell's first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, first, first. Nice. How did you get in contact with them? Like, how did you start making your connections in They this just reached out to me. Oh, cool. Yeah, they messaged me, and I said, yes, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I moved to Kansas City so I could travel, because in Texas, you know, you drive eight hours, and you're still in Texas. Uh, so <laughs> so right. we got to go. Um, so Kansas City was the midway, the pit stop for a yeah. year. Um yeah, and I wanted to get there and start traveling, and then it started happening. Cool. Um, how has the transition been, like, life-wise from Texas to Chicago? Like, what are the pros and cons? Because I'm just terrible. interested. As terrible. I, sorry, <laughs> Chicago. I'm just not a fan of the cold. Okay, um, okay. Fair, fair. I can't. It's supposed to snow again. I think I heard on the radio. I wouldn't be surprised. So, that's, f- that's so infuriating, but continue. It's literally May. Like, it's... Okay, not literally. <laughs> what, three days from now, it's going to be May? Mm-hmm. Snow? Are you kidding me? No. Um, but I used to live that here That was when a I rhyme. Was, yeah. <laughs> You're right, it was. Yeah. Damn. Um, I lived here for, like, my middle school years when I was younger in Wisconsin. Okay. So I've been through this. And I never planned on coming back. Okay. Never wanted to. But this is where the wrestling hotspot is. So you got to... Damn straight. Suffer for your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's something else here, too. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, there's like the love of my life or something here. But <laughs> secondary. <laughs> cool. Um, I want to quickly... Um, just because, once again, like, you're newer to the area. Um, the, the, your gimmick, the party unicorn gimmick. I want to know, like, where it came from. How I was inspired is a reflection of you. Yeah, I mean, it is just like, it's me, like when I've had a couple shots of tequila, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, okay. That's kind of what I like base it off of. Um, And honestly, the unicorn thing was just uh, like like a chance. Like I was at this show in Oklahoma um, and someone... Where the unicorns are from, right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, I guess so. They're all from Oklahoma. <laughs> they graze in the pastures of Oklahoma. But there's just this guy, like, there's these two guys who had, like, mascot heads, and one was a unicorn head, and one was, like, mm. the... It was, like, when the left shark was, like, a thing. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Katy Perry shark? Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, they were gonna just... They were just messing around, and they were gonna use them at their match, and it was, like, the exact color of my gear. Like, the head matched it perfectly, so I said, wow, like, can I take a picture with this real quick? And then I put on the internet, and everyone lost their minds, (laughs) so I said, well, I guess I have to keep this. So, that's just started there. I just tried to evolve it ever since. The the mascot head. Yeah. Is it... It looks difficult to... I can't see anything. You can't see anything. I can't see. And it doesn't stay on. Like, I have to hold it on, or else if I'm, like, running or whatever, it's not... It's going away. Okay. Essential, though, to the Mm -hmm. costume, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's where, like, you know, you get the unicorn, like, spirit, you know? Absolutely. How am I supposed to get in that mindset without it? And and what's funny is that, like, in wrestling, you care about the people that you watch, your friends and your your significant others. And and during the match, you would think, oh, that's the worst part. You know, they're they're in a match. But for me, the worst part is watching Lainey run to the ring. (laughs) (laughs) He never knows what's going to happen. I'm always terrified you're just going to trip and go down the stairs, off the stage, into the crowd. Like, I'm just... I'm terrified every entrance. After that, I'm okay. Stairs are the worst. I'm so nervous every time. Have you ever... Joe's on Wall Street. Fell? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I haven't, but I did... I, like, did start running down a couple, and I just, like, had to, like, leep off because I was just going to face plant. So I had to to jump, like, five stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Great. That reminds me of, like, DJZ's older gear when he first had the... He is, like, a slimmer light up gear now but his older one i felt like too like he's like i can't see anything oh, little gear, yeah <laughs> yeah that's kind of hope for the best for sure it's uh, unicorn magic right yes, yeah exactly. that's what you use um <laughs> what oh before so that's it for the salad bar. did you have any salad bar questions uh no it's quick takes and i think we, you know we got to know you guys a little bit um and i think we'll move into the hot plate cool um f- for uh, the last one sorry your favorite part of an actual salad. Mm. Favorite ingredient in a salad. 
Must-have. Oh, man. A must-have? Mushrooms. Whoa. Like that. raw mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, that's Love good. It. Unique. That was a unique <laughs> answer for sure. Uh, for the record, mushrooms are gross, but... Uh, You're a child. <laughs> well, this will follow that up because uh, I tried, I think it was, I forget the restaurant. It's somewhere in Florida, but their croutons are actually yes. like... Croutons but, are the worst part of a salad. Oh, <laughs> I disagree. These ones are like, they're almost like cake though. So it's it's, it's wonderful. Like you get the, the difference in taste, but it's not the crunchy, like savory type of uh, mm. flavor. It's, it's more of a sweet kind of crispy a little bit crispy so yeah but anyway for, so for me the croutons are the best part of the salad yes. probably don't even count but hey i'm a child so <laughs> no they count yeah we had a lot of people so i think gringo loco might have said crouton someone else too oh good uh, yeah so a, a lot of company. people have said croutons i try to get mine i think i usually order every salad without croutons <laughs> why do you want that oh it's just too crunchy it's too much yeah but it, yeah it's, it's unlike anything it else it injures so like. my mouth Sure. Yeah, I could I see guess. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have them. I grind my teeth at night, and I, I like, I hard candy is just oh. like not good for me, <laughs> or like anything hard. Yeah, yeah, that's a little too much information. Cool, hot plate, GPA. How you doing? Uh, I wanted to, and um, we don't have too many questions on here. So if I start monopolizing my time, then Chris will. Oh, I'll keep you on check. Um, <laughs> I really wanted to do, and I listened to your Shoot the Shiznit episode. I thought it was really good. Uh, I really wanted to dig like deeper into, though, the if you've listened to us you a million times, that your, your, your feud that happened with Kylie Ray mm-hmm. this past year. Like, Chris and I, we thought it was, like, one of the best things we've seen in wrestling. I mean, we... I don't know. We're we've seen a, a good amount of yeah, wrestling. Yeah, you day. know, we did an end of the year roundtable discussion with a couple of the ECW guys, and like I think that was uh, like the feud, the the storyline, like the the heelish things that you did. I think Charlie wanted to touch on that uh, yeah. silent promo, right? Like all those things, like just put together, it was it was what one of the things that kept us coming back to every show, right? So. Yeah, I'll say you were the draw for a bit, all right? <laughs> <laughs> for me, I mean, yeah, I knew, no, but... It was, it, yeah, it's, it's, it was really well. I was like, so just, like, we want to hear your take on that, and, and, you know, I know we had you on during that whole time, but, yeah, um, you know, now that it's... I, I would say it's, it's over, and that's, mm-hmm. a, you know, a chapter that, you know, we put away now, but we remember it fondly. Yeah. I guess we can just open it up with that and let mm-hmm. you let you open up however you want, and then I can ask specifics. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it's, it's probably what I've been most proud of to this point in my career. Um, and it really wasn't ever supposed to be what it became. Because um, there were plans going into 2018 to, to split me and Kylie up. And I think it was just supposed to be kind of a short-term thing. Like, you know, this will be the impetus to get me uh, on the heel side of things. And, you know, maybe a blow-off match in, you know, February or whatever. And then okay. we'll both move on. But... That first night, uh, when I first turned on her, like the reaction mm-hmm. was just so so visceral and so real that I think everybody from you know the decision makers to the boys and everybody else, we we knew we had something there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it takes a certain amount of of foresight to really take something like that and and build upon it. Like I don't think that there's enough attention paid to long term storytelling overall in wrestling, but definitely in independent wrestling. Yeah, and I knew that night that we we really had to milk this for all it was worth. Like cool. it, it would have been such a disservice to just throw it away after you know three months or whatever. Yeah, um, and and it, ironically, uh, Kylie getting hurt kind of helped the situation because it 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 conceivably could have wrapped up maybe by the fall or maybe even late summer but right because she got hurt that that threw a gap mm-hmm. of maybe two three months in there mm-hmm. so we literally ended up going from january all the way through december um, yeah and yeah it was just it was we kept facing different hurdles like the injury and mm-hmm. and, and certain booking decisions had to be altered here and there because you know, oh, uh, she has a match against whoever, and maybe they don't want to be involved in the angle, so we have to kind of, you know, sprinkle things and, and shift things around. Right. But, but well, overall, we made it work, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm very, very proud of what we did all throughout the year. Cool. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. And did it feel like – so your plan was kind of to – to me, I see, I didn't know you before your babyface uh, title run. Mm-hmm. So to me, it felt like you were reinvented being this this type of gpa did it feel like you're reinventing yourself or did it just feel like you're going back to like things that like keeler stuff that you have done already know no i would i would say it was a reinvention because 
um, because I had purpose this time around. Like I was, I was a heel for the first, I would say four or five years of my career. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just kind of like, you know, just come out and then scowl and, and look down on people and then, Oh, shut up. And, you know, just kind of the stereotypical generic bad guy things, but I didn't really have a purpose for what I was doing. It was just kind of like, that was my role. Okay. Um, but with the Kylie stuff, like I had purpose and, and again, ironically, like I never, I'd still to this day I don't see myself as a heel. Like I had reasons for doing what I was doing. <laughs> right, right, right. I wasn't just a, you know, I wasn't just a mustache twirling bad guy. Like oh I'm just I'm a heel now. I'm a bad guy now. Like it was never about that. Like I had legitimate personal reasons for doing what I was doing, which I planned on uh, detailing the night of the silent promo, but right. <laughs> unfortunately yeah. never got to get a single word out. So, um, but yeah, no, it was it was definitely a reinvention and. Uh, and yeah, it's it's kind of a, an evolution of of the character that I've been portraying for uh, this entire time, basically. Cool. And then the suit, the suit is that's an old school tactic, right? Uh, yeah. The, wear, the wearing of a suit. Yep, and that's a it's a world famous suit, by the way, that's been on TV a few times now. <laughs> Just throw that out there, but um, but yep, yep, that's kind of a. It's an easy way to get people not to like you is to dress nicely, which I don't know what that says about wrestling fans. Or <laughs> <laughs> just life. This highfalutin, nice suit wearing man. Boo. He's yeah. got just money. Just assume Boo. they're assholes. Because people with money are assholes. No, that's sure. true. That's true. They're probably that's... living right above us. Yeah. <laughs> All these people around us. Yeah. Um, the I felt like what was a cool twist was like Chris and I love like Champa's last run, how he did like certain things to stay kayfabe and then like like not coming out with music mm-hmm. uh oh shit what are some other shit he would do like he would uh, no merch right no um, merch like if you know bumped into him he kept his heel character on at all times no he wasn't giving out ad- autographs and things yeah. like that D- it felt um, like you d- there was a dedication to stay yeah. even outside of the ring to stay like that um and like stay kayfabe how, how would like take me through that process was that like you're just like i'm just gonna commit and do this or like yeah and and that's it's one of the aspects of wrestling that i think is is definitely dying away and it really annoys me because okay like we're all in on it by this point like everybody knows okay wrestling's not real whatever whatever but there's no to me there's no reason to not try to make it as real as possible so i get annoyed when i see people have matches and then they they all take a group selfie afterward and they get on twitter and they're like oh i love facing you and i love facing you too i hope we get to wrestle again and all this At like it, it, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's so common every single person does it but to me like what's the harm in making people think you know what actually i, I think they hate each other like mm-hmm. i think there's actually some issue there and um so yeah it was one of those where i think that if if we'd been doing everything we were doing uh on camera so to speak or, or in the ring and then we go on Instagram afterward and you see us out having lunch together or, you know, we're liking each other's tweets or whatever. I think it would have taken away something from from the overall story we were telling. So, yeah, sure. I, I definitely committed to the, the, the behind the scenes aspect of it, too, because I think that that matters. Even in 2019, I think it matters a lot. Yeah. And, and I think you, your approach to this was was very modern, right, in the sense of you were not, you know, doing those type of like congratulatory tweets or whatever, mm-hmm. but you would make a meme to make fun of your <laughs> opponent, right? You would take that that extra step of like, you know, even when we were talking about uh, your podcast versus Kylie's and mm-hmm. and throw up that fake graphic or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I, I think uh, that that adds, you know, even to the to the whatever fan base is paying attention to that storyline, you get to you feel more invested in it. Right. Because. As you're making us believe, we're like, yeah, we're in it. He he fucking sucks. Hashtag beat up GPA. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, it's, like it's I enjoy that. I, I enjoy getting lost. It doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's that that's what what uh, what I really enjoyed about that. Mm-hmm. And and that is part of it too. Is that you know I don't know what percentage of the audience that goes to these shows pays attention to that kind of stuff. Like I don't know if everybody's following every single development on Twitter and Instagram and whatever else. But for the people that are paying attention, I feel like we're rewarding them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I'm a fan that pays attention to those kinds of little things. And so when I see that stuff play out, like I really get invested. I love the little details and the little advancements that happen away from the ring and all that. So cool. I just wanted to do that kind of stuff to also reward the people like you guys that are actually paying attention to such things. 
Nice. So, do you have second? Did you have second thoughts about like, coming here today? Uh, no, no. Okay. I think the, the heat has died down by now. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see how this wraps up, though. Uh, I don't know if I might not come back, but uh. <laughs> All right. All right. great. Um, Lainey, where do you where did you stand while that beef was going on between the two? Like, Dang, which side it was of the hard, fence are you on? Um, low key. Um, hashtag beat up GPA. Uh, Ouch. But <laughs> I gotta go, guys. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> no, it was just. Um, great like it's probably like you said like one of the best feuds like I feel like it really like like took notice like everyone knew about that so I thought that was really sick um Mm -hmm. and then as both of their friends it was very hard to just (laughs) (laughs) very hard to choose a side but right um I was like even myself, I was, like, invested. Like, I wanted to be there to watch every single match. I literally went to every freelance show, and I wasn't booked, but I had to watch them. So, right. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it spanned multiple promotions. It felt like a multi-territorial, mm-hmm. like, all of Midwest knew about it or something. I'm not saying that, but, like, you know, that's what it felt like, at least. Like, you had many different groups and individuals and shows going on, like, all, you know, connected. Yeah, and that, that was kind of a fun aspect of it, too. Like, you know, for as, as successful as it was, it, it spanned multiple companies. So, like, Freelance Underground got to get a little bit of it. Uh, Zello Pro got a little bit yeah. of it. And actually, our very first match happened in Texas. I was right. Say, it was, it was yeah. all the way down in Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sabotage. Yeah, so it spanned multiple states, companies. So, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was really uh, profitable for everybody involved. Nice. Speaking of Texas, uh, there's someone by the name of Thunder Rosa who's had oh, some man. beef. Uh, recently with you, Lainey. Can you comment on, on what she's been up to? What she's been up to? I mean, yeah. I don't know what she's up to right now. I think she's in Japan or something. Okay. I don't know. She's probably talking about it somewhere. She was <laughs> talking about something. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you uh, had a match with her, but I want to talk about, like, leading into it as well. Um, we got a lot of good, good compliments from James of Freelance Underground about, like, the promos and the effort leading up to it. So. Yeah, we just really, I mean, literally it was just taking a page from, or taking a note from Kylie and GPA. Like, we wanted to put in the effort and to, like, I wanted people to, like, notice. Like, I'm not, like, that wasn't, like, just, like, for the promo. Like, I want people to notice what I'm doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is, if it's calling out Thunder Rosa and promos online is what is going <laughs> to make it work, then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, uh, a guy I follow, Gary Vaynerchuk, he talks about like the attention game. So that was you like stealing a piece yeah, of, that, exactly. of that attention, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Um, did the match at all, do you feel when you're in the ring? Cause like leading up to it at that show at the brewery, it already felt like there was just like a thickness in the air and like there was already like you and her already like it already felt like it meant something or like there was some kind yeah, of high drama. Do I you, agree. Do you feel, did you feel that? Do you feel the difference between like a mat, a normal match and that? Yeah, because okay. um, it gives you like, you know, you have a story, you have a, a reason, a goal. Um, and it's like with all of our online stuff, a lot of the crowd, you know, follows us and Freelance Underground on yeah. social media. So like you said, they already knew what was going on. They already knew what was happening. Right. So it just makes it that much more honestly i feel like it makes the match that much better mm-hmm. it's much more fun as a performer cool to like have a goal and a reason of why you're doing what you're doing yeah mm-hmm. i feel like that's missing so much in indie wrestling like substance is is so overlooked like because we're, we're in this sort of dream match era where like every indie show is just like oh hey this wouldn't this be cool if this guy faced this guy mm-hmm. and then it happens and then you just move on you know, right like yeah. really there's no there's no meat on these bones but you know if you take an issue like thunder rosa and laney luck and you see them jabbing at each other and, and cutting promos and all that it's like now oh, okay now there's actually something to this now there's legs to this issue so yeah, yeah i think that, that it, it was nice to see you know people actually take initiative and try to add a little bit of something to their match instead of just oh wouldn't this match be cool it's like why would it be cool oh okay they don't like each other now it's actually cooler than it would have been sure i kind of could like the comparison like what you said about the dream match would be like ordering fast food and scarfing it down Mm -hmm. whereas like a laney and uh thunder rosa build up and then match would be like cooking yourself a proper meal and just enjoying it and like savoring it the full way through right that's that's a good foot analogy yeah (laughs) wrestling (laughs) is a buffet right that's our gimmick um uh, is, so would she? Would you say that she's your rival? Do you have a rival? Is this going to continue? 
I guess, yeah. She is now my rival, yes. Okay. That's exactly what I would place her as. <laughs> this is an exclusive. Yep. <laughs> you heard it first here on Two Heels and a Face. That's, thank, you for, thank you for getting that right. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think <laughs> about it for a second. <laughs> I know. Now you have a shirt to remind you. Exactly. Um, let, can we talk about your injury for a second? Sure. Let's bring it up. It's almost a year. It's like it was a year on the 21st. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, how, how long did yeah, that put yeah, you out for? Um, well, listen, it <laughs> should have put me out, and it never did. I never stopped working because I didn't have a real job, mm-hmm. so I had to wrestle. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it happened. I was in a stupid battle royale that I didn't even need to be in, but I was like, yeah, let's. Uh, I wanted to run the spot with this kid, Isaiah, that's over there, that he was like, he's a green kid, and I just wanted to like do a little something with him. So I said, yeah, let's do it. And then I threw my Yakuza, and um, the mat was a little loose, so my like uh, foot got stuck, and the rest of me kept going. Oh. So a move that I do in every single match, mm-hmm. and that's how I got fucked up. But Yikes. Yeah, so it was, uh, I dislocated my patella and uh, had a small tear in my MCL, and then I have, a br- I have bone bruises on both sides of my patella. Mm-hmm. So that's like... Nothing was ever, like, like broken or anything. So, And I didn't even know this until six months later because I couldn't get an MRI for, like, six months. So I just Googled my symptoms. Or I went to the ER, and they said, you probably have a MCL tear. Mm. So here's what you should do. So I just based it off that. And then mm-hmm. when six months later, when I finally went home to where my insurance is and got an MRI, they were like, you shouldn't have been doing anything that. that you've yeah. been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Cool. But we're almost full. I feel like we're 90% right now. Finally. Oh, just, cool. I just can't jump like with any power with my this knee yet. But okay. I feel like we're going to be there at the end of the year. I'm going to be doing all the oh, So watch shit. those steps at uh, <laughs> Zello and yeah. Joe's on Weed Street. Definitely. <laughs> For real. <laughs> You're so you're that's good. You so you you say you have a positive mindset then because I know like when we talked to Kylie about her injury, it was like it a bunch of like shitty feelings at first, and then you kind of work your way out of that. Then, yeah, I mean, there was definitely a time that I was just like, wow, this is gonna be like this forever. Like, mm-hmm. before I think it was like right before I got my MRI, I was just like, what if I never know what's wrong? And it's just like this forever. Like, because mm. knees are tricky. They are. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So I was definitely, there was, like, some times where I was just like, oh, man, like, this is going to be my life forever. Um, but, I mean, I had Jeff taking care of me <laughs> and supporting me and making sure I still went to the gym and did upper body work for the first time in my life. Um, so <laughs> it was good. I feel like it was honestly, like, a blessing in disguise because it really forced me to make a character out of myself okay and not just be uh, i'm happy to be here i'm can't wait to wrestle kind of wrestler you know okay um so yeah i feel like it was and i it up my moveset and yeah i feel like it just was a blessing it like expanded me right that's cool yeah. Did you have a lot of time to like sit and think then about those yeah, things? A lot of yeah, time. A yeah, lot of time. for sure. And because I still had to do those bookings because I didn't have a real job. Mm. So I was like, I had to figure out a way to like be useful on the mm-hmm. show. I like I, the next weekend after that happened, I had a kaiju show and it was a mixed, it was an intergender tag. And I literally like came in and did some dusty elbows and a stunner and like, oh, wow. yeah. So I just had to figure out a way sure. to make myself useful on the show. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, well, glad you're at ninety percent and, and, <laughs> and moving upward. Um, so this this next session could be tricky. It's not like and the 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 point of it is just to like help define what success means to you, and then like like we we talked about this with uh, Castro. And now, like, we see him, and we keep mentioning it, too, when we cover freelance shows. Like, we keep mentioning him, like, re- like being in important matches recently and, like, rising up the card. Because his goal at the end of the year was the main event. So this is, like, the goal section. When um, everyone's different. W- w- the definition of success is could be different, mm-hmm. and, like, your goal could be different. So let's start with Jeff. Like, by the end of the year, what's, what's a goal you'd like to accomplish or what would what's something that would happen for you to deem this year successful or is it already deemed successful in your opinion? 
Um, I guess I, I kind of look bigger picture when it comes to wrestling. Like growing up, I was never really a fan of independent wrestling. Like I didn't follow the local scene or the, the national scene or anything like that. So I don't, it, it sounds weird to say, and it might be, be taboo, but like, I don't really have indie aspirations necessarily. Okay. So anything yeah. that happens on the indies is cool and I'm, I'm loving it. And it's, it's a chance to wrestle, which is, you know, a, a dream come true in itself. But okay. like the ultimate goal for me has always been WWE. Like that okay. is the the apex of, of all this. Like it's it's what I loved from the the first day I watched wrestling all the way up until now. So yeah, like I, anything that I can do to sort of knock on their door, whether it's you know a, a tryout, even even some silly stuff like extra work, like anything that just involves attention from them is is to me a, a success. So. Um, yeah, anything anything relating to that, and you know, I, I don't want to sound like I, I don't appreciate anything that happens yeah, on the I, Indies I, and uh-huh. or, or anywhere else, anyone else that comes knocking. But but yeah, that that to me is always represented like the highest level of success in wrestling. Okay, cool, Lenny. Same question. Um, I would say that success means for me, I'm just paying my bills with wrestling. I don't cool. want to have to have a quote unquote real job. I want to only think about wrestling and only have to do wrestling. Yeah. And I will be, in my personal view, successful. Um, And I don't know that I have any goals this year. Maybe just to leave the country, get a booking out of here. But Cool. We got to get our passports first. (laughs) (laughs) But that is, we already, it's on its works. Okay. In the works. In the works. In the works. Yikes. Did you take your awkward photo at Walgreens yet? Because you can do that no. for your passport photo. <laughs> can you just like? I mean, you can give take. Them they just one, pull down. They just pull do down. Do you have this, to take like, one there, or can you just give them one? They, well, you can. You can take one at other places, but okay. if you want to go take it there, that's an I option. Want it to be good. I think. I think Basil Mahmood photography. Will, like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, you I want lady <laughs> to make sure the watermarks in there. Yeah. Um, um, oh, so the, your goal. Uh, that's a one that that's what Monik said. That's the shared goal. Is like he just wants to pay bills with wrestling. Yeah, and have that be. That's all I care. I don't focus. care what company is paying my bills as long as they're getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, that is it. Unless you have anything, Chris, for uh, the. So just real quick uh, for Jeff. So you said you know WWE has been the goal, um, and you know we all as kids loved watching wrestling and all that stuff. So who was that one favorite wrestler of yours growing up? Yeah. Uh, I always answer this question with with two guys. So, for me, uh, Bret Hart from Bell to Bell was always my guy. Like okay. that was he's he's to me he's the perfect wrestler. He's everything that I want to be as a wrestler. And then from a character standpoint, it was always Undertaker. Like, and he was just I think he was probably the guy that that really got me hooked when I first started watching wrestling because I, I turned it on when I was about seven years old and I was just fascinated by what I was seeing in terms of the in ring. But then I think it was a backstage vignette with Paul Bearer and The Undertaker nice. where it just went to that next level. Like, whoa, I don't know what this is, but I need to keep watching it forever. Like, <laughs> just this, this gigantic dead man and this short fat man with a high voice. Like, none of it made sense. But I, just, I loved it. it was, That's a beautiful description. Best thing I'd ever yeah. seen in my life. So, so yeah, those, those are those are my two guys, Brett and and The Undertaker, for for different reasons. Cool. Do you have? Uh, like to throw the mm-hmm. same question at you, Lainey. Um, I mean, I don't hate me for this, but I didn't watch wrestling like my whole life. I <sighs> watched okay. it. <laughs> I watched it when I was younger. Like my parents would have it on, sure. and like in that time, like the Undertaker. I remember the Undertaker being my favorite. But I'm like thinking back, and I don't even think I realized like that he was like supposed to be dead and like all this stuff. I thought he was like this just big just, ass dark cool dude. So just a guy like, who works cool. in a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just an actual undertaker. I thought it was really sick. Um, <laughs> uh, but I honestly like what really got me invested in wrestling is starting to go to indie shows when I lived in Austin. Cool. Um, I went to ACW and I saw Barbie Hayden and Athena Russell and I said holy shit Mm -hmm. i said we can do this kind of stuff like because you know that all i remember from before that was bra and panty matches and Mm -hmm. so i said holy shit we can really we can wrestle like this and i literally like that night they were handing out flyers for training school and i took one oh that's cool nice that's sweet great question chris oh thank you charlie (laughs) (laughs) all right the desserts we have a ton of fan questions how are we doing on time i feel like we're going we're 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 fine we're fine on time yeah um so there was a lot of GPA smut in here. <laughs> did you 
Did we wait? Um, there were some two that weren't added, so I guess let's just start going through them, and I'll try to leave out the ones that are very insulting. Um, right, so we'll start. Go, yeah, yeah, we'll you, start you with um, with Lainey. So, um, and you did not put who submitted the questions. So I didn't put who submitted the questions. So sorry about that. But thanks for the That's questions, submissions. <laughs> um, three women that you would like to wrestle. Um, who, who you who have, have not wrestled before. Oh, man. I knew this was going to happen. I was going to be put on the spot. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I know, like, Nicole Savoy has always been, like, a big one. I was in, like, a six-man with her, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't count those. Right, right, okay. Oh. Singles. singles match. Um, with some yeah. promos leading to it. She, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh, please. I want her to German me to my grave um, <laughs> not the other way around you like to take the German or I do you mean, mind German her both okay both but I mean that's like you know her thing she's like suplex mm-hmm. queen oh okay I haven't seen enough of her I guess wow he doesn't know I've, I went to one shimmer show it was a long day it was a long day I can't do two shows back to back but that's just me um who else I know you would I feel uh, like I've wrestled a lot of my like goal opponents like in the last this mm-hmm. year and last year what were you gonna say so you and delilah have some unfinished business dang you're so right delilah is on the top of my list because we had a tag i think like oof, when i first started like a lot actually no she was my first match out my first tag match outside of my wrestling school now that i'm thinking about it she was like my first show show match um so that's cool but i don't know that i've had a singles with her but now we both know so much lucha and we both do all this cool shit and i really want to have a match with her so she is definitely on there give me my singles get healed up on your ankle Um, (laughs) and Who's number three? Are these like realistic? Like it's gonna happen? Like someone can put I mean, it anybody right now? can happen. We're not gonna put a limit on you. Right. Okay, because I mean, like the obvious would be like, you know, ladies in WWE, like sure. Charlotte and Sasha Banks and. Sasha Banks might be in the Indies soon, soon, so. <laughs> Dang, you're right. Someone, you heard it here first. Please, <laughs> someone look at <laughs> Me, Mercedes. <laughs> okay. Right, that was her name, right? Wait, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is her name. Yeah, okay. yeah, I thought you meant Mercedes Martinez. Y'all all looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, no, for a split second, I, I, thought, up. I thought you said, uh, I thought you referred to uh, Martinez. But, but no, yeah. obviously, she would be amazing too. Her mm-hmm. match with Kylie at. Uh, oh, at that Shimmer, recent show, right? At, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Go watch it if you haven't. Okay. Wow. How did the no ropes factor into that? Did it. I mean, uh, did it. I mean, they. Like, that was I would be terrified to have to, like, figure that out okay. and, like, do that. But, I mean, they're both so amazing and talented that, like, it literally wasn't even a factor watching it. I wasn't even like, oh, man, I wish they had ropes to, like, do stuff. Okay. It's mm-hmm. like I ne- didn't even think that there weren't any ropes. What was the stipulation? Was it, like, supposed to be kind of a street fight? Or, like, why were the ropes even off? Submissions. Submissions. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Nice. Cool. All right. GPA. Ask him about his experience wrestling Goldust. Oh, yeah. So that we never actually had an official match, but uh, that was, I want to say that was within my first three years in wrestling um, for for PCW, the company that trained me. Um, They would bring in like a name wrestler every couple months. Um, And they would sometimes wrestle, sometimes not. Usually just came out and waved to the audience or did a little skit or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they brought in Goldust. And leading up to that show, I didn't know that I was going to be doing anything with them. Mm-hmm. I just, I got to the building and one of the guys pulled me aside and they said, hey, so we, we might have you do a little little something with Goldust tonight. And at that point, it's like, all right, don't pee, don't pee, don't <laughs> pee. Like I was, I was terrified. And I think right after I got told, he, he walked up and, and he was just dressed casually in cowboy boots and a t-shirt and he's, he's chewing tobacco and it's like wow, this is this is really happening. So, um, yeah. So we, it's funny. He was actually very nervous that night because he was he was not in WWE at the time. He was right. sort of on hiatus or, or whatever was going on, um, and so he was nervous. He was he was worried the crowd wouldn't care. He was worried that we weren't going to do enough. And hmm. I was at one point I was actually reassuring him like, no, no it's, it's cool, man. They're going to love it. Believe You're me. a legend. It's all good. Yeah, follow You're me, kid. Yeah. You're an intercontinental champion. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that was fun. So he he came out. Uh, I think. Oh no, I I finished my match. 
And then I got on the mic and I was saying, oh, you people are just here to see the star. You're not here to see me, blah, 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 blah. And then he came out and confronted me. Sounds like something you would say. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> very, very typical. They're not wrong, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so and it's funny because he, uh, he came out in, in full gear, full paint, um, and he told me, so the plan was for him to, to start cutting a promo on me, and he was going to do the, the the last line of, you know, you'll never forget the name of, and then yeah. mm-hmm. he was like, all right, and then I want you to just punch me. And I was like, ah, like are, are you sure, sir? Just knock like, me out. <laughs> and I, I think the question I asked him was, oh, I don't want to mess up your paint, though, because he has to do, like, his meet and greet afterward. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't want to have people taking pictures with, like, a smudged-faced, you know, gold dust. And, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he's like, no, just just deck me, it's fine. And so I did, I got a little bit of heat on him, and he came back on me, hit all his his signature stuff, and including the shattered dreams. Yeah, including the shattered dreams. Ouch. He, he he played the hits on me, so <laughs> um, so that that was fun. And then the the, the cool thing about it was. Um, we came to the back afterward, and you know we're just talking. And he was like, "Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, the crowd was really into it. And I'll, I'll talk to the promoter. Maybe I can come back over the summer, and you know, you can jump me one more time, and I can get color for you. And we can do this whole long program." Holy hell! I know he was he was so into it. And I was like, <laughs> "Hell yeah, man! Yeah, we can do all of that." And then literally the very next night, um, I went to the next night was the Royal Rumble. And I went to a bar with a couple of buddies of mine. We're sitting there watching, and wouldn't you know it, as a surprise entrant, there's Gold. <laughs> He's never been on the indie since. So I don't know if he was. I mean, he was probably jerking my chain a little bit, and he definitely faved the entire locker room that night because I think somebody even specifically asked him about the rumble, and he was like, "Oh no, I just I didn't get the call this year, so yeah, you know, uh, okay. maybe, maybe next year, guys." And, and lo and behold, if you was. ask me. From now going forward, you gave him the confidence to get back into that room. That's right. Dang, you're so right. You really and now look back. at him. Y'all now. would never <laughs> have this second right. gold dust if it wasn't for right. GPA. Everything wow. he has now is, is due to me. And, <laughs> and I guess even uh, AEW can thank me now, too. Yeah, right. Wouldn't be the star that he is if, if not for me. So Man. you're welcome, gold dust. That's so cool. <laughs> All right, Lainey. Um, somebody asked, what is your biggest career achievement so far? Hmm. My biggest, I would say, I mean, you know, I got to be on Raw, so that was. Mm. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. Shit, we didn't didn't even put that on here. It's not as exciting as, you know, a match would have been, but. You were Harkan, though, like the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Like, we did like a million run throughs, and I said, Mm. I know exactly where I need to be. (laughs) (laughs) I said, get out of my way. I'm being right here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so definitely scoped that out cool. for sure. Yeah, I said I got to get some good screen caps from yeah. this. <laughs> um, so that was pretty sick. Um, I got to freelance was a big um, goal of mine, especially moving up to Chicago. Yeah. So that's one of them and getting booked on AEW. Yeah, five Those are the probably the top ones Cool. so far. I mean, I got to do like a dark match for ROH and stuff, but... Nice. Nobody's seen it, and it was when I was like a year in. So, That's yeah. give me another chance, ROH. I'll <laughs> right. do better. <laughs> give Lainey a chance. <laughs> how did you think? How did you feel your Fight for the Future match went? I enjoyed it. I really liked it. Yeah. I think Sierra's amazing, and every match I've had with her has been really great. So cool. she's one of my faves to work around in the area for sure. Okay, because you- because it was your first AEW show, I was afraid of how the cr- like the crowd that was. I, I, I was you were afraid. Yeah, I wanted Me I want too. people to cheer. <laughs> and we well, we specifically yeah. got there early because we knew you and Pat were gonna be. Yeah, oh, future, thanks, so guys. we're like. I was, like, we usually are like drinking somewhere before that. But I was <laughs> yeah, like, let's sure. just go early and we'll drink there. Wow, I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the 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 crowd was pretty good. So. They were there for me. Yeah. I said, "Wow, thanks, guys." I was <laughs> very scared. Yeah. Were you, sorry, were you going to comment on the match? I thought I saw. Cut you oh no, just a, 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 kind of tying tying it back to yeah. the, the question before about uh, accomplishments, and that is one thing uh, Lainey got to do that I still have not done. That is going to be kind of my bare minimum for achievements in wrestling. And she got to walk through the curtain and down the ramp on Monday Night Raw. Like, that is no. a dream of mine. Like, I don't no. have to do anything. Dang. I could die the next day, and I would be <laughs> totally fine. But just getting to walk. Like, what I've done, is, everything I've done has been backstage. Not just walk. She danced her way down. I yeah, exactly. danced my way down and up that ramp. Exactly, yeah. And, and I actually, well, I, I won't say what I did, but I've, I've been backstage. All my segments were backstage. And I've gotten right up to the curtain. 
So like, there's a little X that they you put gotta on the go curtain. Through it. Uh-huh. Walk through. Yep. I have not walked through that curtain. So that's Sick. my goal is to walk through. Well, that it's almost like metaphor. Yeah. 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 It really is. Also, uh, yeah, hashtag go. ROW. That I forgot. That's absolutely a career oh, yeah. highlight too. Being a regular oh, yeah. there and getting to have take advice from Booker T and have him watch her matches and etc. Like amazing. Yeah, ROW is a big accomplishment. I I would love to be a fly on a wall during a Booker T film session. <laughs> you Absolutely. trust me. It is Absolutely. wow. Yes, <laughs> you would. I would pay money to be there. Does he show? Did he ever show the like? I would love for him to take me through the grocery store clip of him and Austin. <laughs> he doesn't Austin, talk about that. Like no one brings that, that up. <laughs> okay. It is a dark time in his life. He does not like it. Okay. So if you need Booker heard, T, don't tell pro that. tip, don't bring that up. He doesn't like it. <laughs> okay. uh, that's funny. Um, oh, there is. this is where we're getting into the like the GPA slander. Um, here's one. How, GPA, how do you feel? I skipped one. another one. That was bad. How do you how do you like playing the heel considering prior years you've been the babyface? We kind of touched on it, but what do you like better? I guess. Um, it's it's funny, honestly. From a bell to bell standpoint, I enjoy being babyface more because okay. I just think it's it's kind of easier and and I like legitimately thriving off of the crowd's energy and adrenaline, like. It actually does help, like when you get people clapping for you and chanting for you, like it you gets know, you lit. Yeah, it really does. Turn like, up. <laughs> you know, we're not just we're not just pretending to be excited in those moments. Like you're actually excited. You've got hundreds of people chanting for you. So bell to bell, I enjoy uh, babyface more. But but heal it. It's it's satisfying to if you're doing your job well, and it's not something that a lot of people take pride in because there are certain wrestlers you can point to and say, Oh, he's a heel, but he'll come out and get cheers and yeah. he's selling t-shirts and all that. And so I don't know, like I, I take pride in legitimately being a heel if that's what my job is. And okay. so it's more rewarding, I guess, to, to be a good heel. Um, so there's, there's, there's benefits to both, I think. Okay. Is it hard to slow? Cause your matches with Kylie were when this past feud were like very a lot slower and also almost had like spots centered around just strictly storytelling like this the there's one spot where like she threw you off the stage maybe or you there was like a stage one recently that was in like your last match Mm -hmm. with her um is it hard to be patient and like really slow it down and like really milk those situations uh, not for me. Okay. If anything, that's that, why he's such a good performer. That's the best thing about Jeff. <laughs> I mean, if anything, that that suits my style okay. way more than the typical stuff you see on the indies. Like I, I appreciate a lot of what you see on the indies in terms of just the crash, bang, boom, flip, flop, dive, all that kind of stuff. Like that's great. But to me, it it, it all kind of blends together after a while. And I think we've almost lost perspective on like what the human body can do because we just see such incredible things all the time that it's actually almost more extraordinary now to slow things down and, and create those moments and I create agree. that drama within a match. Cause it's, you know, you, I, I literally don't know how much more we can do physically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where does the bar go now? Yeah. Well, Phoenix keeps finding a way, but not oh, everyone is Ray Phoenix. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it, it takes those like alien talents like Ricochet and, and Phoenix and like all these yeah. friggin', you know, guys that it didn't even conceive of some of these things that these guys can do. But like, I've never wanted to be that guy though. Like, I don't want to try to find, the newest way to kill myself like i would I rather she is she is absolutely <laughs> that guy. yeah so we were very different in that respect but yeah no it, it uh, the style and the pace of those matches yeah. was like right up my alley i think i'm realizing uh, to your point like i'm popping for generic ass moves that just don't happen <laughs> anymore like the uh, headlock right the it was a sleeper hold, oh, sleeper hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it was and there was like an atomic drop or something in your last match and i was like i you just it like hits you in the face like that's like a like no one does that anymore. And then, oh god, I was watching something recently, and someone put someone in a Texas clover leaf. Fuck, I can't Probably remember what so I was old. watching. Yes, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was during WrestleMania weekend. She might okay. have put someone in a Texas clover leaf, and I was like, I don't know. You just hit you in the face, like, oh, you forget that's a move. Yeah, like it's not a destroyer. Like there are other, <laughs> there are other moves like that. So I, I, yeah, I agree. Those those stick out to me, just like normal moves that are forgotten. Yeah, it was. I, I went to a. It was actually a screening for an ECW documentary, and uh, it was Raven and Perry Saturn were the guests, and and Saturn was talking to the crowd, and they were just kind of riffing on on wrestling and whatever. And he said that the, the expression wrestlers should follow is is not less is more because that doesn't say it. It's get more out of less. 
So try to see what you can get out of the least amount that you can do. Okay. So it's not go out there and, you know, apply a headlock for 20 minutes and then take it home. Like, no, that's not really what we're trying to say, but it's like, you know, <laughs> the least amount you can, <laughs> um, but like the least amount you can do and make it the most effective. That's kind of the art form. Okay. Well said. I have to, I have to throw, uh, just because for our fans, I have to throw some GPA smut in here. So this question is Elaney. Why is GPA such an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, he's just smart, you know? Okay. He just knows what's really going to piss you off. Yeah. Just knows where to stick the knife and twist it? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Somebody (laughs) asked, GPA, who hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the next one. Yeah, who hurt you, GPA? Uh, The fans. The fans. Damn, you're right. Some of of these have been kind of said. I know one was sent to us via Twitter DM. That was from Tyler, our friend Tyler. Um, What's up, Tyler Ray? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't hear that one yet. Uh, How do you manage to put up with Jeff is one. So I'll let you answer that question, Lainey. Uh, I mean, I ain't got to put up with nothing. Y'all have to put up with him. But he's Jeff to me. He ain't GPA. I ain't got to deal with GPA. Yeah, is is there two different people? What, like... Can you flip it on? Can you turn the switch on and off when you're at home to GPA and Jeff? I mean, well, it just depends. Like, because now I'm just thinking I do have to deal <laughs> with the memes. The smarts. The memes are a struggle. Okay. Sometimes I just want to square up. <laughs> but he gets it right back. So I guess that's how I deal with it. Okay. Punch right back. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel that you're... I, I feel like you... You enjoy being clever on Twitter. How how does that? Uh, just tell me. I don't know. I don't know what the question is. But he sits at home giggling to himself while he's writing out his tweets. It's, it's really all it is. I have a lot of free time during the day, and I just tweet out stuff that'll make me laugh. I really honestly don't care if it gets any reactions. Like I tweet out stuff that I know is going to make me laugh, and then if other people happen to notice or enjoy it, hey, cool. But uh, okay. Otherwise, yeah, I'm just I'm just killing time during the day. Can you, can you take us through the, lo- the lost art of zooming in on someone's face and taking a, screen- <laughs> taking a screenshot? I, I, I wish I knew where that started. I mean, it, it's one of those internet things, like, where does any of this start? Uh, yeah. But, yeah, at, at some point, I, I think the first time I saw that, I was like, wow, that's genius. That's fucking actually, funny. I, I remember it was probably, like, Big I think it was actually Big E. He would post, like, the four... Uh, prong pictures where it's like you see a, a, the wide out version then you keep getting closer and closer oh, on somebody's yeah, yeah, face. Yeah. I, think, I think actually actually he's the the one that I took the idea from so okay. I just kind of skipped to the, the close up <laughs> now we get a bunch of close ups of Kike yeah. <laughs> great okay those are um, if you're a fan you submitted a question thank you but some of them have already been covered and then also yeah. some of them are just basically straight up insults <laughs> so I will save those um Word association is what we have last, and then we can just go into the closing uh, yeah. t- and take it home, as I say. Um, I'll let Chris handle word association. Yeah. Let's, uh, so thank you for putting the word association together this week again. Um, uh, no, this is, you usually do it. Right. Yeah. No, no, but you put it together this time. This time, yes, yep. I put it together. Um, so we'll, we'll kick off word association with GPA. All right. So it's just w- the first thing that comes to your mind, one word. So we okay. say it, Chris says a word, first word that comes to your mind. All right, you ready? Yep. A-E-W. Ambitious. Cubs. My guys. It's not one word. (laughs) Cram session. Mine. Freelance wrestling. Hmm. Hmm. Hesitation. Uh, Bittersweet. Gali Lucha Libre. Oh, uh... And I'm gonna say home. Freelance on the ground. Um. Hmm. Can't really think of one specific word, but I'll I'll, I'll put home there too. Okay. Them, uh, those guys right. in Galley, I owe a lot to. Anthony Rizzo. Uh, again, it's not one word, but I'll say uh, the man. Intergender wrestling. Uh, the future. Craig Mitchell. Meh. Kylie Ray. Pass. <laughs> Lady Luck. Smash. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's good. Now wraps it up. 
Good those job. were a total of 11. 11. Yep. Yeah, you did. A lot of people like to say like full sentences, so I think you did a good job. You did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Full sentences? It's yeah. that word. I know, do but people don't do. follow directions? <laughs> people don't do it. People don't do it when, correctly. When the tables got turned oh on us, it was so hard for me. <laughs> to do one word? <laughs> to do one yeah. word. Yeah, it's, it, can, it's, it can be difficult. Um, all right. So are you ready, Lee? Oh, Pressure's on. No, I mean, I'm ready as I'm ever going to be. This okay. stresses Just 11. me out. Just 11 words. <laughs> Freelance on the ground. Um, lit. AEW. Kylie Ray. Unicorns. Party. Yeet. Yeet! Oh, man. <laughs> That's it. I wish I... I half ass wish I never would have started saying that because now I can't stop. It's Did you who say I am. yeet back to yeet? Yeah. Okay. You sense. can't... What else are you going to yeet? You got to yeet. Yeet. Sure, I guess. That's the only proper <laughs> response. Zello Pro. Opportunity. Z-O-W-A Live. Zawa. Zawa. Oh, man. What word would I associate with that? Maybe, like, growth. Like, I was our first women's match, and we, like, brought women's wrestling into it. Oh, shit. Yeah. What suburb, or what uh, city are they in? They run in Oregon, Illinois. Oregon. Okay, cool. Yeah. Zawa, not C-O-W-A. I didn't know how to pronounce it, (laughs) but I knew she wrestled there. Uh, All right. Women's wrestling. Um, amazing. Intergender wrestling. Uh, I'm trying to like think of the word that I want to use. I have a word in my brain. This is what I'm talking about with the full sentences. <laughs> <laughs> um, intergender. Um, wrestling. That's all. Sure. Okay. Top rope cutter. Um, unicutter. Unicutter. Actually, it might be middle rope. I think I screwed that up. Middle rope, right? I like sit on the top rope. Okay. So. Is that your finisher? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, Kylie Ray. Um, talented. GPA. But. Oh, no that hesitation. was good. No hesitation. <laughs> Literally no. the first thing that comes to my mind anytime I think of him, so. All right. And all you all guys right. are asking why I'm with him, you know. Because he's an ass. Because he's got one. <laughs> he's got one. Proof in the pudding. Well, that's it. Do you have, how did you, did you guys enjoy yourselves? Was it worth the trip? Was it worth the loss of sleep? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I had a good time. Okay. I didn't think podcasts would be like, I mean, I figured they'd be like, cool. But it yeah. was fun. It was just chilling, hanging out. That's what we try yeah. to make it. Next like, time we should have Modelo's. We can make a Modelo time. Sure. I'm down with I mean, I'm down with that. We can know. do a part two. We can do a part two. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining. The floor is open uh, to both of you. Um, social media handles. Uh, you said up. you want to live off of wrestling. So do you have Pro Wrestling T-Store? Do we, you have t-shirts for sale. Yeah. I did, but I sold out. But you can't oh, look at that. We're going to try to make another one. Um, maybe do another pre-order. Um, but yeah, follow me, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all Laney Luck. We got a super long weekend ahead of us. Check out St. Louis Anarchy Ladies Night, first ever um, all women's night for them. Going to be in Texas for title match against Sue Young. That's oh, the very first time. <laughs> Hashtag dream matchup. Um, for and then for back what promotion? For, for um, title match for ladies night out. R-O-W. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. same. I get yeah. confused. Okay, yeah, that should be fun. And then we got Zello this Sunday, so yeet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's L A Y N I E. Yes. Luck. Lainey, not lady. Everyone, okay. Lainey with an N. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, my social media handles: Instagram is G P A I G, uh, Twitter is G P A Thinks. And it's funny, every time I do a podcast, I think the worst part is on the drive home, thinking of, oh, damn it, I wanted to talk about this, and I want to talk about that. So Yeah, I think this little, is the time. Yeah, no. Do you, anything <laughs> random, open floor. Uh, it, it's almost, I think it's too long of a discussion to have at this point, but I okay. think the, the intergender aspect and just 
women's wrestling in general is is a whole conversation in itself. Okay, like, and it, it's actually it's come up online. I think the past couple of days, it seems like it, it pops up every now and then. But the intergender concept and and just kind of the the evolution of women's wrestling and, and where we are now as a as an industry. I think that's yeah. a really interesting topic, but it's probably best saved for a, a separate conversation. So. Part two for part two with <laughs> the Modellos. <laughs> yes, great. Uh, well, yeah. Thanks for joining. Um, I had a blast, and you so, guys are great thanks company. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, yeah thank absolutely. you for coming, and uh, we'll see the both of you in the upcoming shows. Right? We mentioned Cello Sunday. I'm sure at the upcoming Freelance Freelance Underground, their yeah. home promotion. So, uh, again, thanks. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thank you. All right, take some. You can follow us at Two Heels and a Face on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's Two Heels and a Face, number two, Heels and a Face. Nice. You can also visit TwoHeelsAndAFace.com. You can uh, also visit the What a Maneuver store. Yes. WhatAManeuver.net slash Two Heels and a Face. Or if you prefer to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Two Heels and a Face. Yeet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or you can also go to Wrestling with Unicorns and find some Two Heels and a Face pins and Wrestling with Unicorns merch. WrestlingWithUnicorns.org. That org. Did I see that net? You didn't say anything. Maybe. So you could go to Wrestling with Unicorns. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, cool. That's that's good enough. Yes. Um, where can they listen to us, Charlie? Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify next week. Spotify next week. Hashtag beat up GPA, although he's not in the room anymore. Yeah, he left. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted to get that hashtag beat up GPA when he was here, but you can oh see well. his reaction. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Cool. Peace.